Ladies and gentlemen, all hail your reigning king of the ring, Xavier Woods, and your queen, Selena Vega. And join us as we bust out our crown jewels. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Heat Matthews, joined each and every week by Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. What's going on, you sons of bitches? I'm a this island boy. I'm an island boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the <What's> fuck? <laughs> man, 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 Carl, you lost that Jamaican accent quicker than Kofi Kingston did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's funny because I just saw that clip not that long like years ago. Hey, did you used to be Jamaican? <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Oh, awesome, awesome. Speaking of island boys, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Wrestle Getting Pod with one D, Instagram, Wrestle Getting Pod with two Ds, and for the underscore collection. Facebook.com slash WrestleGuidedPod with 1D, YouTube.com slash Folder Collection, and buy our shit at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Podcast, And head over to RedBubble.com slash People slash WrestleGuidedPod to find some more of our stuff. Good times right there. We got some new stuff up there, some hats, some new stickers, all that fun stuff. So check it out. All right. Um... Yeah, good stuff there. You guys got anything from last week? Any follow up? Anything at all? But Crown Jewel? I can think of. Okay. Well, then let's uh, mosey on over to the corner stand and uh, get our. Hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline. You may do so by dialing one 945 That was really corny. But... <laughs> All right. So not a lot. I don't have a lot of news this week, but we have a couple big things to talk about here. Um, we'll kick it off here with WWE Hall of Famer Medusa, Alundra Blaze. Uh, stated in a recent interview that she is looking for a or wants a retirement match. Feels like she she's owed a big retirement match. I would uh, I'd have to agree with that. And then they have one. Who do you want to wrestle? Uh, huh? Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I do know in her interview she dropped some names like Natalia um, and a couple other ones. I think Charlotte was in there too, Becky Lynch. I think there's a couple. I think Serena Deeb was another one. 
Um, if Medusa does have a retirement match, it's got to be on a bigger stage than what a. Honestly, I think AEW WWE would be a good stage for that, but it all depends on the opponent. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing her take on Serena Deeb in a retirement match. But then again, I'd rather see her take on a um, bigger name talent um, on a bigger stage, like a like a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam. So probably like a like Becky Lynch or um, even Charlotte would be pretty solid choices for that. Yeah, I was gonna say I would. I think I would pick Charlotte. I'm a loser, least town man. Woo! Oh man, yeah. So that that's pretty cool. Um, which leads me to a question for you guys: Um, what other retired talent do you think deserves a higher profile retirement match? So my my pick is semi-retired. So I don't know if you let me choose them. Uh, but mine would be Rocky Maivia. Really? Yeah. He needs to retire. Like, before he, he needs, like, you know, an official retirement match. Who would you put, who would he go, who would you have him go up against? I mean, I definitely ain't going to do Roman Reigns. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would probably say, um, uh, maybe like a Finn Balor. And Bellerin the Rock, that'd be good. But I think you're right. Like Roman would probably be the best choice with what's going on storyline wise for that. But, yeah, yeah, I know. I I wouldn't want him to have his last loss be the Roman Reigns. So. Yeah, that's true too. Garrett, what about you? Hmm, I'm trying to think. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might as well retire, honestly. <laughs> oh, Garrett's still thinking, thinking, thinking. Yeah. See the wheels are turning. Oh man, it's kind of a tough one. So, like, I think honestly, I think Terry Funk never got the send off that he deserved. <laughs> what are they gonna do now, though? What's that? <laughs> what kind of match is he gonna have now, though? Well, I'm talking like <laughs> I think like, you should have back. To- should have got a higher profile send off than what he got. Like in all honesty, I, I think he got probably like the best enough for what he what he you know what I'm saying like he did the like old man thing, and that that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like ECW though. Like nobody watched that. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, another one, too, would have been Austin. Yeah. Cool. 
you gonna pin them up? Who you gonna pin them up against? Austin. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Who did you pick, Jansen? You you missed my whole rant. I was saying it just like kicked me out. Yeah. No, we didn't hear nothing. <laughs> I, Carl said Dolph Ziggler, and then I was like, I was like, the sad part is, is I feel like Ziggler has more or less been a jobber most of his career, except for like twice. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really have an answer. There's no way like super comes to mind. Thing think about. Batista. Batista. <laughs> <laughs> I would um going back to Austin. I'd probably I'd probably say Austin versus Cena would have been a would have been a pretty decent matchup. I want to see the Ringmaster. The Ringmaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, so uh, we to our next bit of news here. Uh, Rhea Ripley lost her gear bag and the uh, one half of the women's tag team championships. Um, so she ended up wearing Damian Priest pants for a uh, house show. <laughs> I saw that. That was funny. I was like, what? <laughs> the funny thing is, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley wear the same size pants. <laughs> so, I was like, all right. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, some lighthearted stuff there. Uh, Killer Cross, Carrying Cross, um, expected to go undergo another character change on the main roster. Uh, they're talking a, a calm and cool psycho type character. I uh, sent you guys um, a couple images of his uh, supposed new look. So I'm not sure like how that's like a calm and cool psycho, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sure. Yeah. Th- that, uh, what did I say? Something. Oh, I said it looked like Evolution found this replacement for Randy Orton. Is <laughs> 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 that like stupid sports co- uh, coat on? Yeah. Like, uh, dress shirt without the tie, or whatever. Yeah, it's. I mean, the the new look is cool. Like as long as they keep it that like, <clears throat> like they're gonna do this, and they need to drop the ring gear that he's using now. So get rid of the helmet, get rid of the little gladiator tights, like all that other stuff. Maybe you transition him into wearing longer tights or just have him come out and wrestle in a suit. Might not have him wrestle in a suit. But I don't know, but they definitely need to change his look up. I guess the plan is to change up his entrance to like whole new presentation and everything. One of the early reports I saw said he'd still probably have the helmet. Oh, it's pretty rough. All right, so let's get into the big news tidbit here. The PWI Top 150 for women's wrestlers was dropped a few days ago. Um, I know you guys got some thoughts on this, uh, and quite a few people have as well. <clears throat> so we're going to run through the top 10 here. Uh, number 10 being Raquel Gonzalez from NXT. Uh, Tam Nakano from Stardom. Io Shirai from NXT. 
uh, Suri from Stardom. I believe that's how you say her name. Uh, Sasha Banks, of course, WWE, Thunder Rosa, AEW, Brett Baker, AEW, the only impact name in the top 10, Deanna Perrazzo, um, Utami Hayashida from Stardom, and Bianca Belair tops the list at number one. What are you guys' thoughts on that one? Um, I would switch up a couple names. So what which names would you have switched up? Uh I don't know, Pari Parazo would have been number one. Uh if her going off of like last year and like well, a little bit this year. Um and I don't know. Bianca's fine up in the top, you know, three. I wouldn't just have her like one or two. Um and uh Thunder Rosa, how far down was she? Number five. Yeah. I well, I think she kinda did it to herself though, because like signing with AEW because they didn't really uh showcase her too well except for you know, taking the bump for Britt Breaker. Yeah. Pretty much. Um I personally I still would have put uh Thunder Rosa a little higher than what she was, maybe like top me personally, probably top three. Um definitely put her above Britt Baker. Uh and honestly I agree, Deanna Perrazzo, like number one. Uh, I think she's had probably the most impact with her, no pun intended, but the most impact with her career since leaving WWE and then signing with Impact Wrestling. She's been one of the standouts and has had some phenomenal matches in and out of Impact uh, since becoming the Impact Knockouts Champion. I think she's what, two-time Knockouts Champion since she's been there? So. <clears throat> can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Thank God. I see. Yeah, apparently. I was saying to Carl, uh, he'd take Britt Baker off the top 10. <laughs> I, I probably definitely would. See, I think none of us agree. I mean, do any of us agree with number one? I definitely don't. Not really. So, no. I mean, I mean in terms of what they, what they rate this on, as far as, like, um, overall match quality, like, Blah blah blah. Whatever the stand the standards are that they have, like she's had the most impact with that. But um, I I just don't agree with being number one. I honestly agree with Carl with Diana Perazzo. Yeah, I think I think we're all pretty much in agreement. Perazzo should have been number one. Yep. Uh, here's uh last year's top ten. Uh, Mayui Otani, Io Shirai, Rio. Tessa Blanchard, Hikaru Shida, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Bailey. Yeah, I disagree with that list too. So I guess they're kind of two for two in that regard. But the funny thing is, like, Io Shirai moved up one spot from last year. She went from number nine to number eight. And then some of these people aren't even listed anymore. And Rico was in the top 10 somehow. Yeah, Rio was in the top 10 last year, and she ain't even in the top 10 this year. 
but she's barely been on TV, honestly. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's a big loss anyway. Very true. I will say though, Hikaru Shida, like I, I can't find like the full top one fifty list, but I mean, if Hikaru Shida is not at least in the top twenty, like they're, like, I just, I just don't think it's pretty solid of a list. Yeah. But with all lists, everyone has an opinion, and everyone will place who they want at the top. Um, it's all like a personal bias, but yeah. So, all right. Uh, figure news this week. Got a little bit here. Cella Toys rounds out the BWO by adding Hollywood Nova. So, we're getting Blue Minis already out. We're getting Big Stevie Cool and now Hollywood Nova. And they also added Luna Vachon to the retro line. Ooh. So that should be a pretty solid lineup there. Um, Big news with WWE and Mattel. They've extended their global partnership. I'm not sure how much longer that's going to be, but they've been in partner, been uh contract together since 2009. Uh, Jack's lost the license. Mattel picked it up. They've been rolling since then. And the Amazon exclusive Ultimate Hogan and Jeff Hardy are shipping now. I will be getting my Hogan on Sunday, it looks like. Um, and the Ultimate Warrior Ultimate will be shipping soon also. Um, I have a uh, estimated ship date on that now of November 3rd. So kind of excited for that one. You thought I just I finally watched the dark side of the ring with uh, Ultimate Warrior. So. <laughs> um, it's kind of a dick. <laughs> Not to speak ill really? dead, but you know. Yeah. But. I mean, so, to be fair, aren't we all dicks? Yeah, I mean, I am. <laughs> I know, I'm an asshole. Like, I don't care. So. <laughs> uh. I'm like Team America World Police. There's dicks, there's pussies, and there's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> pussies don't like dicks. <laughs> we need dicks. Dick's also for castles. I can't keep that from shitting over everybody. <laughs> awesome. All right. Got another question for you guys. This one is a uh, which theme was better. Um, I did put this up on our Twitter uh, to see what our uh, Twitter followers thought as well. Uh, which Raven theme was better? His Impact, WCW, WWE, or ECW theme. I gotta be honest. I didn't listen to any of them. And I don't know what any of them sound like. <laughs> well, you should know one of them, probably. You probably know his uh-huh. ECW. Or at That's least probably. a WWE one. Yeah, I, I, I really like. I'm sure I would know it if I heard it. But I do not off the top of my head. Terrible. Well, off the top of my head, I'm going with. I mean, it's it's kind of easy to go with the offspring. Like offspring, like like if you ask like which is the better song, then the offspring song is is probably the better one. But if I'm going off a favorite theme, I would go with the WCW theme for me. Yeah, 
me, it's it's WCW. Um, Impact, the Impact and WCW themes are very similar. Uh, there's like slight differences between the two of them, but like they were really, really close in sound. Um, our Twitter followers um, agree with us. Uh, 70% voted for the WCW theme, uh, 20% for WWE, 10% for ECW, and zero for the Impact theme. Oh, yeah. No fans of uh, the offspring, huh? They were next for us. Pretty much. So. But, uh, I don't know. The WCW one, I just, it to me, I think it really captured Raven at that time frame. Mm-hmm. So, like the, the WWE one was kind of, yeah. And the offspring, the offspring one was fun, especially like when he hit the ring and started like beating the snot out of people um, while the music's playing in the background. And he pulls out like the snot rag and starts punching people in the face with it and like all that fun stuff. All right. So I think we might make that a a weekly uh, Twitter poll and maybe just maybe the last week of every month that we do the weekly theme, we'll have a. the winning theme for that week be the uh, the theme of the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good idea. It's one less thing we got to think about. <laughs> All right. So that's going to wrap up our news. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's jump in bell to bell. We got some crown jewel to talk about. We've got bound for glory this weekend. Ah, oh, good Lord. So much stuff going on. So let's get in the ring. So WWE television this past week, uh, we had uh, the final two final matches on Raw for King of the Ring tournament and Queen's Crown. Uh, Xavier Woods beat Jinder Mahal and uh, Dewdrop beat Shayna Baszler. So they go on to Crown Jewel in the finals uh, where we would see um, Xavier Woods beat Finn Balor and uh, Zelina Vega defeat Dewdrop to become the King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring. And we'll talk we'll a little see, bit. I'm very surprised by that. Not super surprised, but Dude, I was not surprised by anything on that pay <laughs> <laughs> I knew who was gonna win every match before it even happened. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty much a throwaway event, honestly. Especially when you yeah. do like Especially with the title matches, because like a lot like Drew McIntyre and um, like really Drew was drafted to SmackDown. They're not going to drop the title to Drew McIntyre and have him go to SmackDown and have Roman Reigns retain over Lesnar. Like it's not. They they could just have him trade belts on Monday night and it'd be fun. But that's the thing, though. Roman stayed on SmackDown. And I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, but if Brock won, then he could have been a free agent. He could have gone rough. 
Yeah. Watch any show he wanted to. Um, um, we'll talk it's a little actually, bit. It's actually, the current deal is actually pretty good, though. Like, I have all the Saudi Arabia events. This was probably the best one. It seemed like the card for this one was better than the last couple that they've done. And I haven't and watched that, but I, I do plan on, I really just want to go back and watch um, Edge and Rollins and um, Finn and um, Xavier Woods. There's two matches that captured my interest. You probably should, yeah, you probably should uh, watch some more of it, though. There's some other really good matches. Did you watch any of it, Garrett? Uh, all I watched was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, which was probably the worst match of the entire card, I'm sure. It it wasn't the worst match. I, I actually enjoyed that match. It was a lot better match than I thought that would be. Um, you, you didn't like that match? It's okay. I mean, it's just a typical kind of beat down. Then one guy comes back and you knew something was going to happen to the referee. I, I didn't like the finish. I didn't like the finish. The finish like was the finish. terrible. And then, of the course, was- on SmackDown this week, they do what they do to Brock Lesnar every, every single time. fucking time. <laughs> Every time, every time, Lesnar goes ape shit and gets suspended. Yep, it's fucking old. old. We don't have to see him until Survivor Series. Fucking old, dude. I'm just honest, Brock. I'm saying this to you. I I know you don't listen, but if you want to hear one thing, it's this: if you're gonna wrestle, wrestle more than one fucking pay per view, one match. Nobody wants to see you wrestle anyway. I mean, I don't. But uh, I mean, I like it sometimes. But wrestle more than once. I'm, tired of I'm a, shit you wrestle one time. I'm not bad with current with current Lesnar though. Like he actually looks like a beast. Yeah, he was roaring like a beast during that match too. I like the match. I would suggest watching the match. It's probably the best. The best. Um, it's Lesnar probably one match. of the best Lesnar matches I've seen. Like. He looked a lot better. Yeah, this is the best best Lesnar match I've seen in a while. Like a while while. It was his hair that, that drew drawn you to it. To the match. Actually, it? Are we are we actually getting into Crown Jewel, like the whole thing or well, at well, um, this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh the opening match is uh incredible. The I mean, you, it, yeah, it is. What? No. I thought the hell in a cell. I'm talking about Edge and oh. Rollins. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about the, the Uso versus the Hurt business. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't watch that. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so it's technically not the first match tonight. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, Edge and, Edge and Rollins, that was, a, that was a pretty good match. Uh, one of the best titles in the sales of like the last couple of years. Except since maybe like Rollins, uh, was it Rollins? Was it Finn that he first told himself? Oh, he's had so many. The <laughs> last, I think, the last time we saw Rollins was in was um with the Fiend. The Fiend, yeah, the Fiend, yeah, and that I was hot garbage. 
Yep. And that, was, that was the bad one with the red light and uh, fucking yeah. hammer and all that bullshit. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good match. Um, the queen of the ring match, it was like, eh. I mean, I've seen better, but I saw um, I saw the finish to that with uh, Zelina hitting that uh, the sunset flip bomb. Yeah, I was waiting. Like the couple clips I saw, like were like TikTokers talking about it. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for one of them to call it a fucking Canadian destroyer. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, she hit it. But I mean, the match was okay, but it wasn't nothing to write home about. And uh, the crowd really wasn't into it. I kind of felt sad that the first Queen of the Ring kind of got that treatment. But... Yeah, it's pretty rough. There could have been like better. I just think that like the whole tournament in itself, like the whole King of the Ring and the the. Queen's Crown tournament were just like thrown together, like last minute type thing. Like, hey, let's do this. There wasn't really any thought put into it. Where you look at um, AEW's Eliminator tournament that they that they're doing, um, yeah. which started tonight actually with Orange Cassidy uh, versus uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Like, but the the matchups for those are actually way better than. Yeah, um, but you know who, what the final is going to be. Yeah, I know. I know. We know what the final is uh, going to be. The king of the the king of the ring though. Uh, the king of the ring match was actually really really good. Uh, yeah, Ben Bauer and Xavier Woods. Uh, I would had, I would been very surprised. Like they would have had to try to make that match terrible. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. but it. I mean, it lived up to what you. Like thought like when you heard the matchup, like it lived up to what he thought it was gonna be. Awesome. Um that's great because I love Finn Balor, like I love the new boy, like Xavier Woods. Like phenomenal talents in that matchup should have been like shouldn't have been anything short than phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The Go the Goldberg match um uh, was actually really good too. Uh, probably I would say the best Goldberg match I've seen <laughs> ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lashley carried that match. <laughs> Lashley, Lashley did carry him. The only <laughs> point, the only complaint uh, I have with that match, uh, and you'll uh, you'll get to see it. But <laughs> so the hurt business comes out. Uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. With fucking uh, kendo sticks, uh, so then, um, yeah, so then the Lashley have kendo sticks, and they decided to go at Goldberg, but they went fucking uh, uh, Power one at a time. Rangers. Yeah, they went Power Rangers. They went they went Power Rangers uh, putty style, uh, <laughs> like where like fucking Goldberg just does one move on each of them as they come at them. And they fucking just disappear. Shelton <laughs> 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 Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander just fucking disappear. They get hit by Goldberg. And then uh, there's another like good bump. I, I don't want to spoil it for y'all since y'all haven't seen it. But there's like another good bump to end the match. Uh, and you like you don't see 
uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, like, where'd they go? But, uh, yeah, that was yeah, I heard. I saw it described as um, Batman fighting, like, like goons. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, Adam West Batman. Like, they sound like. The Riddler sends his little henchmen one at a time to get him. <laughs> yeah, but it just put me in the mind of it just put me in the mind of the putties because they fucking disappeared. Uh, I was just like, where the fuck they go? <laughs> oh. That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's great. Good stuff there. Um, what else? Uh, what other match was there? Um. The triple threat uh, women's title match was pretty good. Uh, it did have like a couple like stupid spots in there. Uh, like there's uh, one uh, point where like Bianca picks Sasha up uh, for like a you know body slam and then she like holds her up with one hand, and you can yeah. like really see Sasha's balancing herself with her hand like on her shoulder, <laughs> uh, and like everybody was making a big deal of it. Like oh she's doing it with one hand. Uh, but uh, it was pretty good. It was a pretty good match. It just had like a couple of stupid, stupid spots in it, like uh, Bianca being in the bank segment and the disarmor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the typical like shit they do every once in a while with triple threat matches, but uh, it was a I good know. match. Tying up Bianca good... Belair's hair to something. No, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Though. But That's they had. Surprising. So, so Carl, what was the worst match of the night? Uh, I'll probably I'll probably say it was the the Queen of the Ring match. Okay. There was some uh, uh, pretty big match in that, like as far as like history making. Um, Safa Ali and Mansoor, uh, honestly, is one of the big uh. Matches that made history on the pay-per-view as it's the first time that two Muslim wrestlers had wrestled in a singles match yeah, in Saudi Arabia for WWE. Nice. Yeah, it was a, it, that was an okay match. It's one of those things where it's, it was good, but it was kind of like you knew it was going to happen. So it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> And it continued on SmackDown tonight. Of course. As everything does. Uh, the uh, Drew McIntyre um, Big E match is pretty good too. Uh, I mean, you got two really good talents. I mean, don't know what else to say. Well, you know, I'm not a big fan of McIntyre, but he, he was pretty good. Because you do know, as I keep telling Chris, they're going to push McIntyre against Rain. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna make it's gonna make so much sense. It's the only really the only thing they can do because Lesnar Lesnar's been suspended indefinitely. So who's your next biggest face that you have on SmackDown? It's yeah. Drew McIntyre now. So mm-hmm. yeah, should be fun. Oh man! All right. So it sounds like Crown Jewel wasn't that bad. So I might have to. Set some time aside to watch that that event myself. Yeah, it's it's probably like a B plus, A minus. All right, cool. Uh, NXT this week. I want to talk about Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> there, he's he's the uh, the uh, Italian guy, right? 
Yes. Okay, I don't know that I've watched him wrestle, so he can go ahead and He's been on the last deal. Um, his gimmick is straight up Big Vito and Johnny the Bull Stamboli. That's that's what he is. Like they straddled him with like the stereotypical Italian wrestler gimmick. Oh yeah, it's entertaining, but like we've seen this before. Johnny the Bull and Big Vito. <laughs> Nunzio. Like these guys, like it's the same thing. It's just a different name. <laughs> oh man. But he's he's very entertaining character. Like I will give them that. Um like especially when he tries to like pay off the referee or the ring announcer after the match and stuff like that. So it's not bad, but like, can we, do we have to do the stereotypical Italian, like gangster mobster mafia type gimmick thing? <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Halloween habit coming up next week. I completely forgot to put that in here with everything else that we had going on. You know what um, else you forgot? what I forget? I forgot to say that Johnny Gargano came back. Yes, Johnny Gargano did come back. Well, he's actually so on... did Sexy Dexy. Gargano <laughs> <laughs> was on there on, on NXT last week in like a like a via satellite type recorded thing, but well, the biggest Dexy question Dexy. Is, is how much longer is Gargano going to be with NXT? That's the other question. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So yeah, Gargano returns. Uh, Dexter Loomis returns, and then we get a match between L.A. Knight and I remember who the hell the other guy was. Um, basically, it's for to see who's going to host uh, Halloween Havoc. And L.A. Knight wins, so L.A. Knight's hosting Halloween Havoc next week. Why couldn't we bring Shotzi back for this? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they're doing anything with her. It's true. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but Halloween Havoc next week is actually shaping up to be a pretty awesome event. I'm kind of interested to see what they do with the, the set. Um, if they do anything uh new this year. On top of what they've already done for NXT 2.0. Hopefully it's not like stupid stuff, but uh, let's see. I'm going to run down this card here real quick. We've got the NXT championship match. Tommaso Ciampa taking on Braun Breaker. Uh, women's championship. Spin the wheel. Make the deal match for Kel Gonzalez versus Mandy Rose. Uh, NXT Women's Tag Team Championship Triple Threat Scare Away to Hell Ladder Match. Eel Shirai and Zoe Stark defend against Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada and Toxic Attractions Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, NXT Tag Team Championship Spin the Wheel Make the Deal Match MSK versus Imperium. Uh, the debut of Solo Sikoa. Uh, mystery superstar unveiled. Okay. 
uh, lashing out with Lash Legend Halloween Havoc special. Uh, okay, don't know what any of that shit is, but whatever. <laughs> the actual title matches look pretty good. Hey, WrestleGood Podcast. Are you a fan of old school WWF, but you don't want to give that millionaire Vince McMahon any more money? Well, lucky for you, I owned a VCR back in the 90s and recorded every pay-per-view. Each tape is $15.99, and we can meet up at the Mayflower on 15501. Hit me up on Facebook, Will Jeffrey. I still got vape juice. All right. Uh, let's keep it rolling, keep it rolling. AEW. Uh, we had Rampage last Friday night and Dynamite Saturday. Um, I know we were talking the, the big debut um, of Andrade's mystery tag team, uh, which ended up to be the super famous luchadors, the Super Frogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so the Super Frogs, uh, they got unmasked halfway through the match, uh, ended up being FTR. Yep. But uh, FTR are your new triple A tag team champions. It was just it was just fun listening to the commentary. It's like, is that Dax? Like that that's Dax Hardware. Like that's FTR. <laughs> Tell it's FTR. Flip this entire match. <laughs> yep. So that was pretty good. Uh we also had between both those nights, we have Brian Danielson take on Suzuki um, at the beginning of Rampage in a freaking amazing matchup. And then follows up the next night on Dynamite taking on Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. Freaking phenomenal. Like, if you haven't watched those, definitely go back and check those out. Uh, you know another shows, great matchup. It shows that WWE didn't know how to use them. Oh, absolutely. So, then... Like, same thing with Rampage. We had Punk take on Matt Seidel. Like, like we're getting, like, these solid matchups with AEW on a weekly basis. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, we can't get this in WWE. Yeah. Uh, But then they also announced the World Title Eliminator Tournament um, with the eight competitors. So, uh, we got ten of the Dark Order taking on Moxley. Uh, Cassidy, Orange Cassidy taking on Powerhouse Hobbs, which um, happened tonight on Rampage. Orange Cassidy picks up the win. We'll move on to the next round. Uh, Dustin Rhodes will take on Brian Danielson. And uh, Lance Archer will go up against Eddie Kingston. Which I think also happened tonight, or it happens tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow night. Because um, tonight it was just uh, Cassidy and Hobbs. Okay. Then tomorrow night we got Bound for Glory, which will come on at 10 o'clock after AEW. Um, they bump their start start time back to accommodate AEW. Um, as I think both, I think Rampage and uh, Bound for Glory are both in Vegas. And I have a feeling that there's going to be some um, AEW talent on Impact aside from Christian. Um Especially in the uh, the fifteen, not the fifteen, the twenty twenty man call your shot gauntlet match, as there are fifteen competitors yet to be announced for this matchup. So, I'm pretty excited for this. So, 
let's uh let's go ahead let's jump into it let's go talk about some bound for glory here all right so we had um the card for bound for glory this this year is actually a pretty solid card i know we've talked a little bit about it before the last couple of weeks but we have um impact world championship match christian taking on josh alexander um who uh josh alexander are we making pick invoked uh option c so which is uh giving up the x division title to challenge for the world championship so uh you guys want to do picks for these we haven't done picks in a while you want to take it I guess that's a no. Yes. You there, Garrett? Riveting. (laughs) Garrett's been having some technical difficulties all night tonight. Yeah, probably for He uh, moved to a new apartment and it's haunted. (laughs) I have a ferret I used to live in the apartment boy I don't think it's a a spirit I think it's I think it's an apartment inhabited by Bob Backlund Bob Backlund (laughs) he's getting haunted by like mean Gene Oakland (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah uh, they did a pretty solid job this week with the final impact before Bound for Glory building up some of these matches. Uh, Mickey James made an appearance as well as she took on Savannah Stevens. Is it Savannah Stevens? Um, yeah, so there's that. So we get for Garrett to back on here, but uh, so we got Impact World Championship Christian versus Josh Alexander. Knockout Championship match, Deanna Perazzo taking on Mickey James. Knockouts Tag Team Championship with Decay defending against the debuting Inspiration. Uh, the 20 man call your shot gauntlet, which will feature Rich Swan, Brian Myers, Moose, W. Morrissey, Eddie Edwards, and 15 others yet to be determined. Um, X Division Triple Threat match, El Fantasmo taking on Trey Miguel and Steve Macklin. Uh, the Digital Media Championship Tournament Finals will have John Schuyler versus Falabaugh versus Jordan Grace versus Crazy Steve versus Chelsea Green versus Tennille Dashwood. So the winner of that will be, obviously, the first Digital Media Championship. Uh, Violent by Design will take on Heath and a mystery partner, which will probably end up being Rhino, the way they've been building this up for the last couple of weeks. And the Impact Tag Team Championships will be on the line as the Good Brothers defend against Finn Juice and Bullet Club members Chris Bay and Hickaleo. I am really hoping that the Gorillas of Destiny show up to fuck with the Good Brothers some more. Yep. Gary, ever get back yet? Nope. He's, he's uh, not here. 
This, uh, this has been a uh, pretty solid week for technical difficulties. You probably uh, dropped this phone and pull it again. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, they already got lotion all over it. <laughs> Tell him to quit doing this stuff during the podcast. And he just doesn't listen. He keeps doing it. Oh, like we're trying to work here. Oh. You know, we don't get paid for this stuff, but still trying to work. Except for I do. I'm the only one that gets paid off the podcast. <laughs> Nobody tell Chris's wife because she'd be pissed when she finds out he pays me twenty dollars podcast to do this. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't tell her that. <laughs> oh man, I don't think Garrett's coming back. So if you're listening to the podcast. Garrett is uh, no longer with us. Uh, let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> well, I think he came back. Good lord. Oh, he's, he's back. dead. <laughs> no, what it is is just freaking peace. You um, I told you to keep your lotion away from the phone. Shut your mouth. <laughs> it's uh, taking out his family uh, only fans account again. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, she is out of jail. She's got to have something to do. Yeah, she ain't around me. Do these uh, bound for glory picks before uh, it's too like out again? Yeah. All right, let's start at the top. Garrett Christian versus Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. I'm take Christian. I'm going with Josh Alexander as well. Just, just generally, anytime someone takes option C for the X division title, they end up winning the world title. Well, I'm going to uh, <laughs> say that Christian and go one yeah. up on you. All right. All right. Knockout championship. Deanna Prazo versus Mickey James. Deanna, Deanna Prazo. That's happy me, Garrett. Damn it. Nope, we said it at the same time. It's not copying. <laughs> I, uh, what's it called? Sinky or something? Also, I think we're not, all going to be on for this one anyway. So. Let's say it's also not cheat, cheat. It's also not copying if it's the right answer. <laughs> all right. Knockout Tag Team Championship. Decay taking on the debuting Inspiration. I have the inspiration winning. Yep. It's time to inspire. Who doesn't want to be inspired? Uh, 
Ah, man. I cannot tell you, like, like y'all have no idea how excited I am for this pay-per-view. Like, I know. It should be pretty good. Do I have to pay for it? Uh, uh, not unless can, we not for it. I can probably say final link for you. Get. <laughs> okay. um, can you get we'll see skip. <laughs> <laughs> there's like 20 people in this match and they've only announced five so we'll, we'll skip that one. i already have my answer I, Go ahead. I have my pick i had Braun Strowman winner that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> okay well then i guess we'll go that way then <laughs> I, I do i will tell you someone who i think could also be in it that might be a sneaky pick that might be Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed. Uh, yeah. It's not, not bad. Um, I know uh, Suzuki is supposed to be making an appearance. And in fact, he'll probably be in it too. Yep. So we'll see yeah. a lot of good picks. I'm taking Moose. Chris, because they uh, had him uh, cancel a raw on the ground. All right. Uh, Exhibition Championship match. El Fantasmo versus Trey Miguel versus Steve Macklin. Ooh, I don't know. You go first. Yeah. I'll say Trey Miguel. Give me Fantasma. What'd you say? El Fantasma? Yep. That's uh that was my pick too. Fantasma. All right. Digital Media Championship. John Schuyler versus Falaba versus Jordan Grace versus Crazy Steve versus Chelsea Green versus Tennille Dashwood. Give me Chelsea Green. Uh, give me, for no rhyme or reason, Falaba. Said I think Fala Ba is going to end up winning this. That's when we make it good. You said which one do I most want to see naked? Is that what you said? I said that, that's not the question. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm tossed up between John Schuyler and Jordan Grace. But I'm probably going to take Jordan Grace. All right. Uh, Violent by Design taking on Heath and his mystery partner, which more likely will be Rhino. Well, it's going to be Rhino. Then I'm taking Rhino, baby, with a guy. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be Rhino. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. 
Man, Wait, be Matt you, know, you know who else it could be? Bing. Ooh. I know who else it could be. Who's that? Could, could be his his super old uh, tag team partner. Titus? Heck yeah. No. Did he team with... Uh, I thought he teamed with Gabriel. Yeah. Wasn't him and Gabriel tag champs? Yes. Yeah, see? They're part of Nexus. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't the way they've been building this up, it's gonna be Rhino. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Makes zero yeah. sense to be anyone but Rhino. All right. And finally the Impact Tag Team Championships. Good brothers defending against Finn Juice and the Bullet Club, which is Chris Bay and Hickaleo. I'll say that. Uh, the good brothers are going to retain. <clears throat> I agree. All right. I'm going with the Bullet Club. Because I'm hoping we get some interference from Gorillas of Destiny. And that costs the good brothers the tag titles. Or Good Brothers retain and then they get beat down by four members of the Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shall see. Well, this could be a good way to set up the uh continue the setup with the super elite versus the bullet club. Oh, we'll see where that goes. All right, it's so bound for glory. Sunday night, not Sunday night, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Um Check it out if you are a wrestling fan. If you're a wrestling fan, you should definitely check it out. Uh, this is going to be probably one of Impact's biggest pay-per-views of the year. We've got 15 people in this freaking call-your-shot gauntlet match. Granted, the majority of them will probably be on the Impact roster. Uh, we know Suzuki is supposed to be working some dates um, this weekend with Impact, uh, which will probably include, which will be Bound for Glory and the tapings, uh, next set of television tapings. Uh, you got that. You got the debut, the inspiration. Like the inspirational alone should be getting you to buy this pay per view. That Mickey James versus Deanna Perrazzo. Like, good lord, come on. And then Christian versus Josh Alexander, which you know is going to be a banger. Yep. Definitely get this pay per view. All right. So that's going to wrap up Bell to Bell. And we're going to go ahead and run down the vintage throwdown this week. The Wrestle Geddon Podcast is brought to you each and every week by StackofCards.com. Yes, that's StackofCards with a Z.com. The best place for your trading card fix. Whether it's new packs or vintage packs, sports cards or entertainment cards, StackofCards.com has everything you need to feed that trading card addiction. Plus, if you use the code VINTAGE at checkout, you'll save an additional 10% off your order. So pick up your cards today at stackacards.com. That's stackacards with a Z.com. Two matches for you. Um, granted, because one was like super short. Technically, it's three matches, but um, we got, uh, we're still continuing our look at the worst Halloween Havoc matches. And Halloween Havoc 95, which is chock full of terrible ass matches we 
we had to narrow it down to a few here. Uh, so we got the Macho Man Randy Savage taking on the Zodiac in a uh, <laughs> this match was what under two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah, so we all know, of course, Savage wins. Like, who's gonna put the Zodiac over Randy Savage? Nobody. <laughs> Imagine Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Face Paint defeating the Macho Man Randy Savage. Nope. <laughs> uh, so it was pretty bad, but it was it was a squash match. Like I don't know if anybody is really expecting something more out of that, but yeah. It is what it is, but yeah, it's pretty bad. But not as bad as what came. Shortly after that, the good lord, it's the the sumo monster truck match. Hulk Hogan versus the Giant. To you, did you see that? I saw that, and we have a deal. We've got a big deal coming your way in Detroit, as you heard. The WCW World Heavyweight Champion said it's going to be machine versus machine. I've got it on good authority. He is going to have the biggest monster truck ever built by the same people that built Bigfoot to drag the Dungeon of Doom truck all over Detroit. That coming your way. Never before seen, and you're going to see it in Halloween Havoc, and then you're going to see the World Heavyweight Champion put his title on the line against this monster of a man. It's machine versus machine, and then the WCW World Title on the line. October 29th, 7 o'clock Eastern. Call your local cable company and tell them you want to be a part of Halloween Havoc exclusively from WCW. Uh, how bad was this matchup? This concept, I should say. Um, I didn't really get it, to be honest. It kind of didn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it, there was no rhyme or reason to this. So basically, you had Hogan and the Giant um, and two monster trucks that they welded together so they're basically pushing each other like sumo wrestlers trying to get each other's truck out of the ring, which was like a bunch of like road cones or, you know, orange, like road work signs set up in a circle uh, with some random areas of pyro that would go off, uh, which only hit one. Uh, Hogan ends up getting the win as he was able to push the Giants monster truck out of the circle. Uh, which pisses off the giant. Then he tries to attack Hogan and kill him by throwing him over the ledge. Uh, the giant ends up going over the ledge as uh, Hogan tries to catch him. And then it starts like freaking out because the giant had fallen to his death, apparently. So you think the pay per view would have been stopped right there and then Hogan, you know, arrested for involuntary manslaughter. Yep. <laughs> but nope. That's not where it ends. We go to the ring with Hulk Hogan uh wearing some very familiar tights um that we'll see again roughly about a year later. 
his uh, black tights with the lightning bolts, uh, which are more synonymous with his NWO run. But apparently this is supposed to be with him mourning the giant being killed as he comes out and gives this whole speech about how it wasn't supposed to go down that way. And then here comes the giant and Hogan's look of pure shock that the giant wasn't dead. I mean, you don't know how many stories he hit. He could have gone through one story and hit a wall and been fine. Or he could have landed on a car and taped all the impact from the car. You hey, know. at least the one thing I will say is at least they played it off like he killed the giant. Whereas <laughs> WWE with the money in the bank ladder match on the roof and they're throwing people off the damn roof. They are like, oh, my God, he killed Rey Mysterio. It was okay. He fell off the roof. He threw him off the roof. Oh my god! But they're like, he killed the giant. So, uh, but the giant actually goes on to win this matchup. Um, I believe this was his first uh, world championship win as a member of the Dungeon of Doom. So. It was uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> Carl, what'd you think? Did we lose Carl now? Yeah. I guess so. Oh, there you go. I was like, did you fall asleep? <laughs> uh, I just had to go to the episode, I think. You hear me now? Yeah, I got you now. All right. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah. Oh, man. So, what was your take on the Giant versus Hulk Hogan in that singles match? Um, I mean, it's probably the best match in that pay-per-view. The... Stunt drivers uh, that were co-pilots or whatever they wanted to call them that were driving the trucks <laughs> <laughs> had a uh, had a good show. No, nah, I'm kidding. It was stupid. This company would be beaten uh, be beaten WWE in like a year <laughs> in ratings. You know? It's amazing what happens when. You would you give control over to Eric Bischoff, and then all of a sudden, like they get this billion dollar idea with the NWO, and it just takes off. Yeah, you gimmicks. This was, um, I will say the build up for this was actually the uh, the promo thing with Hogan, where you know it's not even hot. This happened like that happened like a week before this pay per view. <laughs> not even hot, bro. There's no Hulkamaniacs down here. <laughs> oh, it's not even hot. <laughs> well, you were that uh, to the giant, you know, for wrestling after being thrown off the roof of a building. Yeah, I mean, that's dude, superhuman. <laughs> he must be um, our good friend, superhuman's uh, role model. <laughs> Woo! 
Ah, oh, awesome. So that's the vintage throwdown this week. Uh, we got one more for the month of October as next weekend, of course, is Halloween weekend. Uh, let's see what else we can find uh, for like the worst Halloween Havoc match. Yeah, you know what? You know what? I should make it my homework to figure it out. Uh, so we'll, me, me and Chris will be watching the match right before we record next Thursday. Yep, <laughs> you got it. All right. Well, all right, Garrett. That's uh your job for this week. Sounds good. I could do that. the worst of the worst. The Halloween Havoc matches. You got it. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So that's pretty much going to do it for us this week. Uh, let's close it out like we do every week. Some shout outs here to the Four Horsemen of the Wrestling podcast. Our good friend Phil Gentile over at the Fig Cave. Definitely check out his podcast. Uh, lots of cool stuff dropping in there. We got the top five uh, figures. I think the m- most recent one up now is the top five Rick Flair figures with uh, Tom from the Run In podcast. Um, speaking of the write-in podcast, new episodes every Friday. Check them guys out as well. And then the call-up with our friend Kenny. Uh, he's been doing some live stuff this week, testing out some stuff here, what, going live during Raw and SmackDowns. So check him out on his YouTube um, or any of his social media for links to the live broadcast for those. And that's uh, pretty much going to do it right there. Oh. Uh, theme of the week this week is my pick and we're going to do Eddie Guerrero's second WCW theme nice. what the hell is that <laughs> my AC sorry damn dude it sounds like a freaking jet taking off yeah no I thought I knew that airport <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah one of the few things that's gonna get fixed he's leaving town <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, right hey, and yeah, nobody takes those loser leaves town matches seriously man come on <laughs> you just gotta come back with a mask on <laughs> Be what is the uh, Monkey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Salsa Verde. <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms, which we gave to you at the beginning of the show. Fire stuff. And that's going to do it. So on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland, thank you guys for checking us out. This is episode 115 of the WrestleMania Podcast. And we'll chat with you all next week. Later, Marks. I'm just a wrestling boy. Wrestling boy. I'm watching that wrestling boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh <laughs>